not one of those episodes where I'm really hyped about what I just watched and I'm so eager to talk about it. To be honest with you, it was another slow episode, had a couple of pacing issues here and there. I was disappointed. Not so much so where I'm like, man, this episode sucked, but look, it could have been a lot better. I mean, last week's episode was so great, especially the ending. I was like, I really doubt next week's episode is going to be any better than this one. And I was right. But look, that's television. Television usually delivers one or two or three really good, powerful episodes. And then the rest is filler. And filler is kind of a bad word to say here because this wasn't a filler episode like episode four. This was just really slow, really slow building, provoking building. But I think it could have, again, just worked a little better with a, a, a quicker pace. And the main thing I'm going to kind of get off my chest on this episode of Halo Reviews is that I really think this should have been a movie. 100%. 1000%. Halo should have been a movie and not a television series. So welcome everyone to Han Talks First. I'm Han, this is our Halo Reviews. Sit back, relax, and let's talk Halo. So who talks first? You talk first, I talk first. So look, the show is getting pretty re predictable at this point. Every episode is starting off with a flashback. If it's not a new flashback, it's the same flashback we've been seeing every single opening. John and his past. <laughs> I mean, it's like, look, we know it's a complicated history there. We know that something is up between Halsey and him, and I'm so glad they finally got down to the point because they were beating around the bush for so long, and I was just... It, the audience was piecing it together faster than Master Chief was. Now look, I will say some of the cinematography in this episode, in all the episodes really, but there were some shots in this that I really did appreciate, such as the opening shot. I will also comment that the de-aging on Catherine Halsey's face in the flashback scenes is done very well as in addition. So yeah, starts off with the flashbacks, and then we also get a little bit of Kai being rehabilitated in the med bay and getting some adrenaline shots, I guess, or just trying to make her feel better. Paralleling that, the Blessed One, who we now know their name, or at least the alias that she's given herself, Mackie. Look, I really thought this was going to be the episode that they revealed that Mackie is Master Chief's twin sister. I'm starting to think that might not be a possibility because of the ending of this episode. I mean, what was that about, where the Master Chief reached out and touched her cheek? It was so uncomfortable. It reminded me of the Loki scene where Loki makes out with Sylvie. If any of you watch the Loki series, it's it's a another universe's version of Loki, but in a as a girl, and they just decide to kiss because it's like a whole self-love theme, and it was a little uncomfortable. But look, this whole show, I've been going through thinking that they are related, and it was kind of like a Luke and Leia moment for me when they were just he touched her, and it was it just it was like oh no. Oh no. One of the best parts of this episode was when Master Chief locked Halsey into her lab on the ship. And he turned on the, what was it? Some kind of radiation x-ray machine that was going to enclose in that capsule lab. And he was doing it to test Cortana's boundary. And this is a great way to do it because why would Cortana let her creator die? There's got to be some kind of failsafe within her that would either override Master Chief or fix the ship, something like that. And he was testing the boundaries. This was a brilliant move. This was probably the highlight of the episode for me. And it kind of disproves the theory I was thinking before, which was that Cortana has full control over Master Chief, but she told us in this episode, it's only a 
direct shot to his Neuralink. But hey, look, we don't know that for a fact. Maybe Cortana is also testing Master Chief. They're still building relationships, so it's interesting to see them kind of test each other out. Some of the shots where Master Chief was talking with the Blessed One, or Mackie, I thought were, again, shot beautifully. It looked great. But again, this is when things started to get really slow. And for me, as a viewer, watching Master Chief's character grow, he's so desperate for answers. I feel like it's more in character for him in these moments to talk to Mackie and ask questions, figure out who he is, why they are connected. But look, what was also great about the interactions between those two was the manipulative factor that the Blessed One is using on Master Chief. She's very clever, and she definitely knows how to get inside people's head. I mean, hey, maybe this is what she's been trained to do by the Covenant. Brilliantly done. This was my second favorite part of this episode. As far as technical work and new storytelling elements, they implemented this new type of... I don't know what you call it, some kind of hologram, but a hidden hologram where they could go inside the interrogation room and see what Halsey was revealing to the medical officer or the interrogation officer, whoever that was. I actually liked it. I thought it was a nice touch, and it really made for some really good blocking for the characters. We also did get some moments between Catherine and her daughter, Miranda, in her apartment after she was discharged from her future projects. Look, this was one of the moments I'm talking about where it just felt really drawn out. I mean, we know that they have a terrible history with each other. Catherine Halsey really has no regard for her daughter in any way. Of course, she cares about her, but that's like an innate human response when she was under fire and potentially in danger in last episode's battle. She rushed to her aid. But what else happened in this episode? I mean, we got to see that Dr. Halsey has a pretty nice apartment. I mean, I would live there. But let me talk to you about Adrian. So Adrian, if you guys have watched my other reviews, you know he's my least favorite character. This dude is so annoying, I cannot stand him. From an actor's point of view, from a story point of view, and just anytime he comes up on screen, I just, I want to scream and fast forward, but I can't fast forward because it's Paramount Plus and I don't pay to have ad-free service. So check this out, new theory. What if Adrian is not real? What if Adrian is an AI? I mean, think about it. No one has ever interacted with Adrian on screen yet. All he does is linger in the background behind Halsey, who he's obsessed with. I mean, he kissed the clone version, or he was trying to anyway. He wrote some of the code and firewall programming for the Cortana program, and he's very technologically savvy, but he doesn't seem to do any. Look, I think they are hiding a twist in the show, and I think that twist is that Adrian is either an AI or some kind of clone. Because why else would he leave the UNSC scientist program, or whatever the hell they call it, and go chill out with Halsey in her apartment? And they try to throw us off by giving him different clothes. But I'm telling you, I think this guy was a failed attempt at a Cortana project, kind of like a beta program, and this is where he ended up. Okay, let's talk about the ending. So look, he accessed the artifact again, but this time it was very different because he was in sync with Mackie. And I just want to point out, check out this shot. This is my favorite shot from the series. I love the way they composed this shot. Framing is beautiful. Just that small slit in the opening, it almost adds like a little aspect ratio effect, and it tells a story within this shot. Just showing that Master Chief is enclosed inside this area and it's a very thin line that he will cross. I don't know, I just thought it was beautiful. So look, once they both wake up into this dream state or whatever this is, or just a vision, I'm not really quite sure what it is, but they, they are on Installation 4. Finally, a Halo. I mean, the show is called Halo, and we 
we're first seeing a halo in episode six. It's kind of like how I was so eager to see Cortana as well. And every time she pops up on screen still, I'm just like, Ooh. but look, what was that? Was it a dream? Was it like a fourth dimension? Were they actually there? Were they teleported? Do they have the ability to be in multiple places at once? What is, what is this? What are Master Chief and the Blessed One. That's my question for you guys. What do you think it is? Because I'm very confused at this point. They're introducing tons of new stuff that is not in the games or the novels or anything like that, which I'm down for. And it leaves me curious, makes me want to know more. I'm excited for next week's episode two to find out. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I will say, very well done, the shots on Installation 4. The shots on the Halo Ring are gorgeous, and it really invokes what it is that Halo Ring 4 and it really feels like it's straight out of Halo Infinite or from Halo 3 or 2. Colored beautifully, shot very well. So look, that's all that happened this week. Not much to talk about. Shorter episode, a little slow, had some pacing issues. I hope we get back into it next next episode. Look, we are two-thirds through this show. I should also point out they did officially greenlight season two of the Halo series, which shows they have faith in it, but it also leads me to wonder, we're probably going to get one hell of a cliffhanger at the end of this series. But anyway, guys, thanks for watching this video. Leave a like down below, comment, tell me what you're thinking. What do you think is going to happen? Tell me about that ending. I want to know your theories. Check out the podcast feed for other great episodes, and there's tons of other videos on the YouTube page. I will see you guys next week.